All right, welcome everyone to the Midweek Wadi College podcast. This is Carly Malkowitz, one of Joel's communication interns, and I'm here with Joel Shimpo, our communications pastor, and Vic Doss, our college pastor. The question for this week comes out of John 16, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. So why does Jesus say that it is to your advantage that I go away? Why is it better that he leaves? It doesn't seem like that makes sense, but but why? Okay, that's a fantastic question. And it comes out of um, our text last week in John 16, where Jesus says, It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So it's obvious that Jesus is saying, I've got to go away so the Holy Spirit will come. So there's some things we've learned about the Holy Spirit in Jesus' explanation of the Spirit so far in John that I think will help us. One is is that the Holy Spirit is a person. And here's how we know that. The pronouns that Jesus uses. He says uh, in John 14 where he introduces the idea of the Holy Spirit, says the Father uh, will send a helper. Verse 17 of 14, he says, Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him so jesus is giving the holy spirit of the personal pronoun him and he does it also in chapter 16 uh, i will send him to you uh so it's the holy spirit's not an not an it it's a person so the personhood of the holy spirit's established the holy spirit's equal with jesus and the father another thing we learn about the holy spirit is that the holy spirit is sent 14, 16, Jesus says, I will ask the Father, and the Father will give you another helper. So he's sent by the Father. And then in 16, Jesus says, I will send him. So you have the cooperation within the Trinity, within the Godhead of Jesus and the Father, both sending the Holy Spirit. Um, and then you have the role of the Holy Spirit. We, we learn in Jesus' instructions about the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit is coming to confirm in our hearts that we belong. Paul unpacks that idea later when he says we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Uh, and then we we learned in this text that the another role of the Holy Spirit is to convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. So the Holy Spirit has distinct role in the building of God's kingdom. And then the last thing we can say with assurance is that the, one of the Spirit's roles is to glorify Jesus. Jesus says in 16, 13, and 14, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth, for He will not speak of His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify Me, for He will take what is mine and declare it to you. So those are, those are four truths that we know about the Holy Spirit from the text so far that, that help us know who the Holy Spirit is. So that, that, that's a good starting point, I think, for our question this week, is these are the doctrinal things we know about the Holy Spirit. Right now, I have a one-year-old daughter, and she's actually about to turn two, and she went through a series of like medical problems this past fall with her stomach and digestive system, and she had to put a feeding tube in. And one of the things that has happened now that she's kind of on the other side of it and getting on the other side of it is we've had to teach her how to eat, you know, something that should be very natural, like, um, 
oh, look, you know, that's a carrot. I'm going to eat a carrot or like, hey, chocolate even, you know, like you don't have to tell me how to eat chocolate. I love some dark chocolate. If you gave me a dark chocolate bar, I would be all over that. And um, so when you hear these truths about the Holy Spirit, you may be like, okay, that's great. I hear that. But what does that actually mean for my life? And and we have to sort of teach ourselves to eat it, <laughs> if you good. will. We have to realize that when we hear a truth like this about who the Holy Spirit is, we have to figure out how to like digest that and, and let it sink in. I think a natural place that I go to in the scripture is Romans chapter 8 when we talk about the Holy Spirit. Verse 11, it says, If the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. And Jesus has already said that the Holy Spirit, once He leaves, is going to dwell in us. That's His work. The very Spirit of God comes and lives inside of us. In Romans, Paul is saying, that's a really big deal. This is the same spirit that brought Jesus back from the dead, and he lives in you. So I think, first of all, it's just chew on that. Like, let's, let's let that become our reality. Let's let that sink in and change the way that we live and move and breathe. And it's a promise that the spirit is going to be with you forever. In 1416, Jesus says, he will be with you forever. So there's never going to be a moment after you trust Jesus where the Holy Spirit is not with you. So think about that. That The Holy Spirit that Joel's just talked about that raised Jesus from the dead is with you forever. There's never going to be a moment when you're without the Holy Spirit. I think, too, one thing we forget is that this should give us more boldness than we had before. Paul says in Romans 8 that the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We don't even know what to pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit is interceding for us with groanings too deep for words. So we have this deep connection through the Holy Spirit that is just communicating these things that we don't even know how to say, but yet He is communicating those things and it's interceding for us according to the will of God. That's an amazing thing to think about, and you'll be thinking about that your entire life. <laughs> and Romans 8 ends saying that we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us, and nothing is able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. And I think that we really have that assurance because of the Spirit that is in us, and that, that should give us boldness to speak and to live in a way that shows that, that shows that we have the Spirit of God in us. That should change everything about the way we live. And so this knowledge is not just cool knowledge to have. It's something that should really change our day-to-day -day living, and that the Spirit of God is in us. That changes everything. That's our podcast for this week. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, next week, it's going to even be better when Vic answers the question of 